Vegas. Four teams, one elite pass rusher, Miles Garrett. This is The Herd. Colin Cowherd at noon on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Broadcasting live from the Masters Heating and Cooling Studios, this is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Fan, live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, September 25th, 2021. Along with producer, co-host, Mr. Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And welcome back, Justin. Uh, John Graham filled in admirably for you last week. Uh, John Graham, the guy, he's got about four billboards around town now. He does. He's really excited about those. I haven't seen him yet. Yeah. So I'm just uh, changed his name from John Graham to billboard yeah so <laughs> but awesome an outstanding job but you got to take the family to south bend yeah it was a beautiful day uh, not too hot but pleasant and south up in south bend took uh wife and son to to the notre dame game my my son is an avid purdue fan i don't know i don't know why mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh but he, he wore his purdue garb and we say you know you sure yep yep he was committed to it so Went in and expertly re- researched where I could buy a ticket that, that we were going to be in the shade the most. Sat on ah. the west side and within literally, Jim, five minutes of sitting down, we were in the shade. And at halftime, I'm walking around because the son, of course, wanted ice cream. And, and that was the epic quest uh, around halftime. People just in the concourse just trying to cool off and sitting down in on the stairwells and all that because... It was hot in the sun, for sure. So I looked like a hero yesterday. I was week. going to say, how smug did you feel just <laughs> walking around going, look at these people. I, ma- I made that decision. Yeah. 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 I did my research. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. better than you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, it was a great day. We didn't we didn't die in the, in the, in the sun. It ended up being a good game. Purdue played well. Notre Dame just made some plays uh, there late to put it away. So um, Notre yeah. Dame's defense played well. They absolutely did and uh, limited the big play, which had been the problem the first couple two weeks uh, for Notre Dame, and then finally hit some big plays uh, to put the game away. Uh, but some nervous moments for Notre Dame fans now. The Irish get uh, probably their first, first true test of the year today at high noon against Wisconsin at Soldier Field. Yes, and uh, do stay tuned right after talking sports for Fighting Irish Preview with the Judge Phil Hauk and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame Fighting Irish football, Tim Priester, will give you the recap of the Purdue game, the preview of the Wisconsin game, and some Notre Dame history uh, in between there as well. So stay tuned uh, right here on 1380 The Fan 100.9 FM for Fighting Irish Preview following talking sports. So, yeah, it's... Now, you, you bring up uh, just a, a quick point about your son being an avid Purdue fan. You're not exactly sure why. But here is something that has um, befuddled me for decades. I always allowed my son and my daughter to choose what teams they liked to follow. Yeah. 
that's not always the case in some families. If you're born yeah. to the Smith family, then by golly, you're going to be a, a Notre Dame fan uh, well, in football and then IU in basketball. But, uh, <laughs> that's and then, me. And then, <laughs> you know, you're going to be a Vikings fan. You're going yeah. to be this. I love the fact that kids get to choose. People yeah. get to choose. I, You know, people ask me to this day. I've been an Oakland A's fan for 50-plus years since 1968. People ask me why. My dad was a White Sox fan. My uncle was a Cubs fan, but I became an A's fan because I was allowed to choose my own team. I didn't right. have to uh, cheer for somebody. But it's just it's interesting to me where sometimes generationally uh, you are just born into a family and you will be following this this yeah. team. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I I grew up and I just adopted the fans that are the teams that my dad rooted for. And it wasn't like, you know, forced down your throat or anything, but uh, I'm the reversible jacket. And everybody asked me, you know, how can you do that? I was like, that's how I grew up. That's who I was rooted for. I actually changed. I'd been a Detroit Red Wings fan for decades. I started out with Gordy Howe, Alex Del Vecchio, Roger Crozier, guys like that back in the 60s and, and into the 70s. I was a Red Wings fan. Yeah. But then I started getting away. I love Pavel Datsuk. Okay. Yeah. But then as he left, and then I looked at this Red Wings team, and I said, I don't know this team anymore. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, uh, Diane is from the Tampa St. Pete area. We go down there for holidays and things of that nature. During hockey season, we go to lightning games. And the atmosphere in Amelie Arena with 18,000 screaming Floridians down there that know the game of hockey. And you got Phil Esposito's statue out front anyway. Yeah. I I just, I started knowing who was on the third line for the Lightning. And I thought, you know what? Why not? I, I think I'm transitioning. There you, you know. go. And plus the fact that the Lightning would always play the Red Wings recently, you know, in the first round of the playoffs or the second round. And then beat them, yeah. and I had to live with that at home too. So, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> back when Detroit used to make the playoffs in the NHL, yeah, yeah, exactly. So. But I, I switched allegiances, and, I, and I've caught illegal. some flack from that. <laughs> so, anyway, four six eight six two automotive color and supply text line four six eight six two with TS in front of your message. If you have an intelligent uh, suggestion, intelligent. comment, uh, uh, opinion we that you would hear. like to share uh, with us, we'll, uh, we'll 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 research it and. Uh, and uh, see about getting it on the air for you. Do want to tell you about the 19th annual Leo Golf Scramble that takes place on October 9th, 1 p.m. at Cobblestone Golf Course. It's a uh, 1 p.m. shotgun start. This benefits the Leo Boys and Girls Golf uh, teams. Coach Paul Newberg, email him with any questions, uh, but it, it's a great opportunity. Cobblestone is an awesome course. Uh, 80 bucks for an individual, $70 for a Leo Golf alumni. Now, if you want to just go and just have dinner there, 15 bucks. That's it, 15 bucks per person. They'll have skins closest to the pin, long drive, silent auction, door prizes. They'll have a 50-50 or, or a split the pot, if you will. Uh, it, typical, everything you want in a golf outing right there, and it benefits high school student-athletes and their golf program. So, uh once again, if, if you have questions, uh, contact Coach Newberg at P. Newberg, that's P-N-E-W-B-E-R-G, at eacsk 12inus There you go. There you go. Once again, 
P-N-E-W-B-E-R-G at E-A-C-S.K12.in.us. And uh, mark your calendars for October the 9th. So, uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, baseball, uh, Kevin Kiermeyer had three hits last night, a single, double, and a triple. Drove in three runs in the Tampa Bay Rays. Eight-nothing win over the Marlins last night. Kiermaier's hitting two fifty-five on the season now. Four home runs, 36 RBI this season for the Rays. He's made just one error in 110 games. Impressive. I make errors before games start. So <laughs> I've uh, made several today already. <laughs> so, have I. Hey, yeah. I. I. Uh, by the way, uh, this, this is just a little personal note to my my lovely wife Diane. Um, I forgot my phone at home, and so you you know how you know how I am. Um, if if you find it, uh, probably by where the computer is downstairs. Um, just give me a little text or something. Well, not not texting my phone because <laughs> I I lost it. So anyway. Um, four six eight six two. If you anyway. find the jitterbug with the giant uh, buttons, that is that's your phone, right? The jitterbug. Well, remember you, the old. Yeah, for the, for the older adults. That's what my advisor told me would be the best for my eyesight. Yes, <laughs> and and it still rings like uh, like <laughs> like a phone from Mayberry, North Carolina. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> another story, another day. Uh, let's get to high school football scores because let's time is fleeting here. Let's take a look at week six of the high school football season. Last night in the Summit Athletic Conference, Carroll 59 to nothing over Southside. Jeffrey Becker, four touchdown passes to three different receivers. Once again, he is uh, he's not keying on any one, you know, uh, coverstone guy or anything like that. He's spreading the wealth around, yeah. and he's got kids that can catch the ball and, uh, and get to the end zone. So uh, Carroll, once again, Five in a row for the Chargers, and uh, they're still looming just in case anything would happen. But uh, Carroll 59 to nothing over Southside. Bishop Dwanger gets back in the win column with a 45 to 10 victory over the Concordia Cadets at Zollner Stadium. And uh, Dwanger now, you know, four and two. So uh, they're, uh, they're, they're still in the mix as well, although, you know, they've got a big one looming next week at Shields Field. That's for they sure. Do, yep. Battle of the Bishops next week. Indeed. And speaking of the Bishops, Bishop Lures, they're holding serve 56 to nothing over the Northrop Bruins last night. It was Sir Hale. It was Carson Clark. It was it was the, the typical uh, Bishop Lures evening uh, for, for them and their opponents last night. Uh, once again, 6-0 and on the season. And, you know, at this point, You've got the the bishop, the battle of the bishops at uh, Bishop Dwinger on Friday. But my goodness, it's going to take a, a great effort by the Saints. Yeah, they got back on track, which was big for them, and maybe just anything, you know, get some positivity going. I still like Bishop Lures next week by a sizable margin, but it's cliche. But it's it's a rivalry game, and I think you know, throw out the records. Anything can happen, particularly with it being at Shields Field. Wouldn't be surprised if Bishop DeWanger, you know, throws the kitchen sink at it in terms of scheme and comes out with some different looks and really tries to, uh, you know, get Bishop Lures off balance. So really looking forward to that game, hoping it's a competitive one. But at least through six weeks, you have to give a sizable advantage to Bishop Lures right now. Indeed. 
Other scores had Snyder beating Wayne 42-6. to Young Mr. Hopper uh, through the air last night as well as, as their uh, vaunted rushing attack. Right. Uh, took it to the generals. And conversely, that's a Wayne team that's been able to run the football pretty well with LaMarion Nelson and, and Sean Collins. So to be able to limit that generals team on the ground, and that's a squad that had scored you know, over 20 points per game entering the game last night. So just as we saw Snyder last week against Homestead, really impressed on the defensive side of the ball, more of the same last night as the uh, Snyder Panthers still uh, with, a, with the only team outside of Bishop Lewis that controls its own destiny in the SAC, that week nine game against Bishop Lewis looming large. And another team that got back in the win column last night were the Homestead Spartans, a 49-7 winner over the Northside Legends. And that one, uh, was was this too easy for the Spartans? Well, I, you know, they, they made it look easy for sure. I think, you know, Northside right now, all, all, all parts are discombobulated. But when you look at Northside's schedule, and we made so much about weeks one through three mm-hmm. with Snyder, Dwanger, and Carroll, you know, they get Wayne in week four, they beat Wayne, and then they come back with Lures and Homestead. And so they're sitting at one and five, but the schedule is just absolutely, incredibly difficult. Now they get Southside, Northrop, Concordia to end the regular season. All winnable games. We'll see if Northside can uh, right the ship a little bit and put together a bit of a winning streak. And, you know, if they finish four and five, that looks a lot better right now than one and five, but we have to consider the competition. Moving on to the Northeast 8 Conference last night, it was DeKalb in a squeaker over Huntington North at Creekbomb Field, 50-49. to 49. Ooh, One of those games that you look back and you're like, man, I wish I would have went to that game. It's, it's one of those, I think it brings up a greater point that once we get into this part of the season, we really zero in on the contenders and the big games, but there are still really, really good football games throughout the area with teams that are not competing for conference championships. And you look at this one last night and, you know, nobody had this one circled on their calendar for week six, but ended up being, you know, one of the best games of the week with the Cal going for two late to get the win and uh, really exciting for the Barons uh, to get their first win of the season in exciting fashion on the road at Kriegbaum. Leo remains uh, unbeaten with their 59-14 victory over the Belmont Braves last night. And uh, I think Belmont rushed for over 200 yards, though, in the game. Yeah, Belmont's, you know, they're not terrible. Um, They just give up way too many points. Um, So that defense, you know, is just just much maligned, has not given up less when you can't stop anybody. And unfortunately, that's what Belmont is this year. In what I thought was uh, the big surprise, and I noticed Blitz, uh, from outside the huddle.net had a, a poll that, that what was the most surprising game uh, yeah. of week six last night on uh, on Twitter. And uh, I, I voted that this game, the New Haven 21 to nothing, whitewashing of the Columbia City Eagles. That, that? that to me was the biggest surprise in the area last night. Well, you know, this is about the time of the year where we start wondering just how good Columbia City is because their first half of the schedule is very, very manageable. And then you get into starting a week six, and maybe we didn't think necessarily with New Haven because they've been down the last couple of years, but it goes New Haven, and then you mix in East Noble, Leo, Norwell uh, to end the regular season. And by and large, Columbia City has not been able to handle that schedule. 
we thought the test would really start next week when you know New Haven or when Columbia City hosts East Noble. But how about New Haven? The shutout win, you know, forced a couple turnovers. Jakar Williams with a scoop and score. Mm-hmm. That was really the uh, the exclamation point there in that first half that put New Haven up three touchdowns. It was a good win for Kyle Boer's guys and maybe get some momentum. And, and, you know, you mentioned it, Jim. You know, this is a New Haven team that maybe we haven't seen at full strength yet with mm-hmm. with COVID and some injuries and all that. And they were still missing some key guys last night. So, you know, potentially we're undervaluing New Haven because of circumstance, you know, lose that game to Garrett in two overtimes. They beat DeKalb in two OTs. And then they're, you know, lopsided scores against Leo and Norwell. They get Belmont. East Noble hunting to North to end the season, the regular season at least. So, uh, you know, they could finish similar to what you look at with Northside. They can finish strong. Now in the final game and a game you heard right here on 1380, the 100.9 FM last night from the courtyard in Ossian or Uniondale, Indiana, the Norwell Knights over the East Noble Knights, 17 to nothing. And as far as surprises, I believe this one ranked high on your radar. It did. Not necessarily that uh, that uh, Norwell won, but just being able to shut out East Noble uh, was incredible because you know I think we all agreed, okay, East Noble after last week was really going to come out and uh, come out firing and aggressive and really wanting to get a win and erase that Leo loss out of their memory. Instead, Norwell comes out and just dominates them, particularly with that defense, shutting down Kanan Carrico and shutting down Rowan Zolman, who was not at 100% last night, shutting down Nick Munson, shutting down Xander Brazel. Really impressive work by Norwell. And, you know, we continue to look at the Knights now with back-to-back wins in the regular season to uh, over East Noble and continue to maybe undervalue exactly, you know, the Knights over the last couple of years and Coach Josh Gerber. And in the Norwell defense still. You know, they, they've given up 72 points this season, as and as you said, you know, 41 of those were to Leo uh, earlier in the season. Yeah. So, you know, they've, uh, they have a very stout defense and, and proved it last night because against an East Noble team that came back and scored, what, 32 points against a Leo team right. the week prior – and uh, in 20 of those points, what, in the, you know, in the second half. So, yeah. Um, and once again, we're looking at Norwell with DeKalb hunting to North Columbia City left. They could finish 8-1 and one again like they did last year. Like they did last year, yeah. right behind the, the Lions as well. So, should be interesting. Moving on to the Allen County Athletic Conference games last night. It was Bluffton over Southern Wells 62-6. to six. Southern Wells still yeah. winless. Um and in, in their last, you know, in, in this season, they've scored just 46 points, given up 329. Um, not taking anything away from the Tigers, but uh, Southern Wells is struggling. And, and they were a team that, that well, they weren't able to field the team. Yeah, didn't uh, only had a JV team last year. And, you know, numbers are still an issue. Um, you, you have a good coach that's that's done some good things and, and Mike Roder had a long time career at Northeastern and had some good seasons mixed in there. Like the, the guy knows how to build a program, but if you don't have bodies, which Southern Wells has very, very limited ones, it can be very difficult. Even in a league in the ACAC where you see opportunities to get some wins, you know, it's not the SAC, it's not the metropolitan. So you have some opportunities, but the fact that they're just being, you know, they're not competitive is unfortunate and you know i don't know if it really can be turned around at this point 
Well, wasn't it a couple of seasons ago? I mean, and I, and I hate to use this term, but pre-COVID, that Southern Wells had to cancel a game or two because they did not have enough healthy players to yeah. build the team. Yeah, it's it's that's been an issue, and you know, even as recently as the the middle 2010s, this team was a you know seven eight win season. So I, I think the hope there is that they can come around to that, but with enrollment declining at Southern Wells they just need an influx of kids and I just don't know if if they're in a position to get that anytime soon other scores from around the Allen County Athletic Conference had a uh, heritage beating Tri-County 42 to 6 good for the Patriots to get that win they are now one and two in conference play but uh, two and four overall They've had a brutal first five weeks of the season when you look at their losses east side Norwell South Adams Adams Central. Yeah. Um, and, and they beat Woodland by two touchdowns. And that Woodland win is looking better and better with each passing week. The Woodland Warriors are now three and three. So uh, Heritage gets a break with Tri-County, a winless team. They also have Southern Wells coming up in a couple weeks. So hopefully the Patriots, another one of those teams that can uh, wrap up the regular season with some positive momentum. And uh, the Woodland Warriors get another win. They are now three and one in conference play. They beat Jay County 31-7 to seven in Jay County. No slouch anymore either. Yeah. But uh, the Warriors of Mike Smith uh, starting to turn things around in that program and uh, and, and looking uh, to ascend those uh, standings in the Allen County Athletic Conference. Third straight win for the Warriors, and it started with a home win over Bluffton in week four, something that caught all, all of us off guard. They've been able to continue it with routes of Southern Wells and Jay County. Gets a little bit more difficult now going forward. Culver, South Adams, Adams Central to end the regular season. Now the final game of the ACAC was the match that everybody circles. Uh, seems like uh, the past three, four seasons on this one. Adams Central over South Adams, 48-7. to seven. Of course, South Adams, not the Starfire team. Well, not the Starfire team from week one, right. for that matter. Uh, but Adams Central clicking on all cylinders as they have all season long. They're, now, they're not unbeaten. They lost to Eastside in a 21-19 thriller early on, but still, my goodness, uh, Adam Central sends a message throughout Northeast Indiana last night. It was a message that I felt like I saw coming, and that was a game that I was originally going to go to, and then the more I looked at it, it's like, you know what? After what happened with South Adams the week before and getting shut up through mm -hmm. Central, and I, I feel like Adam Central is much better than Monroe Central. I just feel like this is going to go in the wrong direction, particularly with Adams Central really wanting to uh, to send a message to South Adams that it's now back to being the uh, the Flying Jets' conference, the ACAC. So that one got out of hand pretty quick. Adams Central gets the win, and um, th th they're, they're, you know that was effectively last night the ACAC championship game, and, and they won by 41. So that should tell you the distance between Adams Central at the top and the rest of the conference. And we could take a break right now, but let's just go through the Northeast Corner Conference, and then we'll break after that and then uh, talk with Mike McCaffrey as he returns to talk in sports for another year of Cougar Chats. But in the NECC last night, Central Noble 27-14 over Lakeland. Central Noble 6-0 and on the season, 2-0 and in conference play. Talk about the Cougs. The Cougs, baby. Still sitting now undefeated, but it gets more difficult for the Cougs starting next week. They got Cherubusco, Eastside, and Garrett. But what an environment it could be week eight if Central Noble goes to Eastside with the uh, small school division championship on the line. So congratulations to Coach Kilgore and that group. 6-0 and 
That's not an easy Lakeland team to go beat at their home field. So good win for the Kooks. And speaking of Busco, they were victorious over Fremont last night, 47 to nothing. Nick Nondorf and company uh, get their fourth win of the season, two and one in small division play now. Back-to-back shutout wins for Busco since that close loss to Eastside, and they will head to Central Noble next week. And then Eastside, 42-6 over Prairie Heights. Get this. Laban Davis had a good game. Really? Yeah. Shocking. (laughs) Laban Davis, three touchdown passes, two rushing touchdowns, and they weren't short. uh, uh, I think he had one of uh, of, of almost 50 yards, uh, a rushing touchdown. Uh, When his career is over, and I hope it's uh, deep, deep in the postseason. But my goodness, Laban Davis, the old number five, what he has done for the Blazers right. in his career is phenomenal. One of those kids that's uh, a generational player at a program like Eastside that can really transcend uh, a, a program. And he's done that for the Blazers and really being, been that guy oh, well over you know the last three years to really lead that program to some big wins. First ever sectional championship in school history back in 2019. So it's been a memorable, memorable career for Laban Davis. And, you know, he has plenty of time now, at least four games, to continue to rewrite that record book at Eastside. Other scores in the NECC had uh, Fairfield over Angola, 26-14. to 14. And uh, this was a bit of a surprise to me because I felt like Angola would be able to go on the road and get a win, but Angola's missing some some players def- with injury. And Fairfield, you felt like eventually they were going to get a win that kind of reminded you of their team a year ago. So felt like that came last night. It was a big win for Matt Thacker, whose team was 1-4 heading into last night. And Wes Noble now sits atop the big division in the NECC after a, a an outstanding couple seasons ago. And then a, what happened to West Noble, well, other than graduation, but they come back with a 2019 victory over the Garrett Railroaders. How about that? 44-yard field goal to at the end of regulation by Jose Macias. And he's one of the better kickers in the area for sure. He delivers with the clutch kick on the road. Congratulations to Monty Mahorder and the West Noble Chargers. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line had a text that said uh, TS Purdue fans are the only true fans. Uh, we, we talked about Because <laughs> they are Purdue uh, yeah. and Purdue. If, if our team stinks, we don't cherry pick another team. Uh, we take it like a man boiler up. So uh, there you go. Uh, 46862, if you got a question, comment, suggestion, opinion, uh, let's hear it. And uh, tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and go to break. But before we do, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. At our house, our, our water, we live in a rural area. We've got about 25 or 30 grains of hardness in our water. That's that's pretty darn hard water. We've got a Culligan water softener, a high-efficiency water softener. We love it uh, because we just turn on our spigot and we have soft water. We also have a reverse osmosis drinking water system. Oh, my goodness. Do you, do you carry around bottled water? Do you buy bottled water? Would you like to have it right there at your tap? Turn on the spigot. There you go. We have the uh, uh, little ClearLink Pro where you just push the little button and it, it turns your water from tap water to reverse osmosis drinking water, pristine, sparkling drinking water. You're going to love it. Give Culligan a call today and ask about reverse osmosis drinking water. 
484-8668. That's 484-8668. And they've got new innovations in reverse osmosis as well. They'd love to help you out. Give Culligan a call today. Give your people Culligan one. Tell you what, we'll be right back. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Wesley One Sports presents this special report on the 43rd Ryder Cup. I'm Erica Herskowitz. It's the second day, and the United States leads Europe 6-2 with the second round of foursomes in full swing in Wisconsin this morning. And the Americans got off to a fast start in the first match of the day. Brooks Kepka and Daniel Berger are two up through five against Sergio Garcia and John Rahm. The U.S. is dominating early in the second match. Dustin Johnson and Colin Morikawa are three up through three on Paul Casey and Tyrell Hatton. Europe has the early lead in match three. Victor Hovland and Bernd Fiesberger are two up through three on Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. The fourth match of the day is finally underway. And Xander Schauffele and Paul Cantlay are tied with Lee Westwood and Matt Fitzpatrick through one. There's a glaring absence on day two for the first time in his ride to yesterday. Erica Herskowitz, Westwood One Sports. your prescriptions brought to your door with free one to two day delivery from your local CVS or get same day delivery or just swing by and pick them up on the way home from the doctor because that ear infection can't wait. While you're here, get your questions answered and put your mind at ease because there are still some things you just can't get in a cardboard box. That's healthier made easier from CVS. Not all prescriptions eligible for delivery. Restrictions apply. Visit cvs.com slash delivery for details. Any supplier can drop a box outside your door. But if you want a partner who delivers great customer service too, rely on Cintas. Your dedicated service reps can deliver what you need to help your business run smoothly. From essential cleaning products to hygienically cleaned apparel, fire protection services to first aid and safety supplies. That service you can't get from a box. Oh, I'm ready! Visit Cintas.com and get... Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the 
the right coverage for every situation without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. They're family serving your family now for 40 years. By texting 64,000, you agree to receive recurring automated marketing messages from Ucora. Message and data rates may apply. No purchase required. TNC and privacy policy found at ucora.com slash TNC. UTIs are the worst. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, you understand how awful this cycle is. I was taking all the precautions, and cranberry products just didn't work. It was hard on me and my husband. I hated seeing her in pain. And I wanted to help. We're Jenna and Spencer, founders of Ucora. With my background in biochemistry and our shared frustration over UTIs, we were inspired to start Ucora. We make UTI relief products and innovative urinary tract supplements that give you a way to be proactive. At Ucora, we've helped over 200,000 people get their lives back. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. You have nothing to lose. Try Ucora today. Get 30% off Ucora when you text HEALTH to 64,000. Text HEALTH to 64,000 to get 30% off. That's H-E-A-L-T-H to 64000. Indiana Adventure is here. Come to Grant County this year. Celebrate a fun 50s weekend in Grant County, September 23rd through 26th. Cruise over to the Ducktail Run in Gas City and the James Dean Run in Fairmount. Two of the Midwest's coolest classic car shows. Honor the era of hot cars and cool cats and celebrate where cool was born. Get details at showmegrantcounty.com. Grant County, Indiana. Classic cool. Indiana Adventure is here. Come to Grant County this year. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply, along with Justin Kenny from OPS and outside the huddle.net. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks so much for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. The Automotive Color and Supply text line is open at 46862. That's 46862. Please put TS in the front of your message. Uh, we talked about Kevin Kiermeyer being three for three last night as his Rays beat the Marlins. Uh, he's hitting 255, four home runs, 36 RBI this season. Just one error in center field in 110 games. Uh, also, Josh Van Meter, one for three last night with an RBI as his Diamondbacks lost to the Dodgers, four to two. Josh is hitting 208 on the season, five home runs, 34 RBI. And as of September 7th, Northside alum Zach McKinstry was optioned to Oklahoma City by the Dodgers. Uh, he hit. 215, seven home runs, 29 RBIs, and 165 at-bats this season in the big leagues with the Dodgers. So you are up to date on all of that. So, without further ado, someone who has been instrumental in this show's uh, sustainability uh, for now starting our 12th year of uh, conversations in our 13-and-a-half-year career on the air, Mr. Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director of the University of St. Francis. Mike, welcome back. Good morning, sir. Uh, great to be with you, my friend. Appreciate you having me back for uh, another year talking the Cougs and uh, obviously in, enjoy it even when I'm not on it, listening to you on Saturday mornings. But it's, uh, it's always a pleasure and uh, pumped up to be with you again. 
Well, and in the, fan, the 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 fans, the the fans and, and the listeners uh, enjoy your take on uh, all things Cougar athletics as well. And uh, because uh, obviously football and basketball are are the mainstays of, of of many many college athletic programs, but there are so many other sports and so many other uh, student athletes, coaches, uh, volunteers that that puts so much sweat equity into these programs and and it's uh it's not lost on you and and it's always mentioned and we appreciate that as well so uh but with that said football started last week against judson a 45 34 victory for the cougs and uh got off on the right foot on the road but now heading to chicago illinois to renew a rivalry with uh, St. X. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that uh, that game last week was uh, was an interesting one. You know, Judson has has never played a college football game before, um, so you, you go into those and, and you don't know what you're going to get. You're playing at a, a local high school on a grass field and kind of out of your element a little bit. Um, and that was, you know, they've got some playmakers over there that uh, that that came to play against us. They've got a quarterback, a receiver, and a running back that were uh, tough to corral a little bit, but. Uh, you don't go into those games always trying to hope you can come out with uh, lessons in adversity or, you know, making sure you stick to it and, and get through it a little bit. But we learned that in week one, and that's that's something that I think is only going to be good for the team going forward. And then you turn around go right back to, to Illinois and, and take on a team that we do know very well, as you said, St. Xavier, who's uh, always ranked in the top 20, uh, usually in the postseason. Uh, we've had some, some big battles with them throughout the years, number ones versus number two, and uh, up there under the lights and that that environment on the south side of Chicago, which can be uh, somewhat intimidating. I'm glad we get them in a noon game today, their time, one o'clock our time. But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find out just how good we are and just how good kind of Judson was last week. Because uh, if we come out and take care of business today, then nobody cares that you only beat a first team program by 11. Uh, but uh, we're we're we've got some new faces, and it's good to see these guys gelling. They've been <laughs> itching for a long time to play football in the fall. It uh, feels like it's been forever. Uh, but these guys are excited. Uh, they're they're ready to roll. So it's uh, other than a, a couple injuries we had week one, it was obviously successful. So we gotta we gotta regroup and get after it today. And of course, starting the season with a couple games on the road, not uh, getting the home opener until next Saturday, October second. Yeah. Uh, a little unusual, but then the last couple of seasons haven't been usual. So, but, but see, <laughs> I guess the best way to say it, uh, Sienna Heights next week, not looking too far ahead, but I want to uh, ask you about the home opener and when fans come to Darcy Stadium, you know, as far as ticketing, because I know things have uh, had adjusted for the couple of home games last season. And, you know, what should fans expect if wanting to come to this game uh, against Siena Heights next week at Darcy Stadium? Yeah, it feels, it, it, this has been the weirdest uh, fall going into, you know, as opposed to last fall, which was obviously just not not right. But uh, going in and not having a home football game until October 2nd has felt, you know, it's a double-edged sword. you got a lot of time to prepare. Uh, so, you're, you know, I'm, I've been sitting back kind of making sure I've got all my I's dotted and T's crossed. But same time it's like man when is our football team going to play at home and then we play five weeks out of seven at home so it's going to be this mad sprint once we actually get a home game to buzz through the rest of the season but 
uh, yeah, we're excited to, to bring everybody out. Uh, no restrictions on uh, capacity. So uh, we are doing our online ticketing again um, for the majority of fans. We would ask they do it that way. We will have scanners at every gate, and you can either get individual tickets or you can go on and get a season pass uh, for all of the five home football games. Uh, we will have some cash at the gate if people uh, you know, don't have access to a smartphone or, or can't get their digital ticket. We will make sure we can take care of them at the gate, but we are trying to drive as much people to do it digitally as we can. Um, we're going to we're gonna have Big Eyed Fish back out, plus we're going to have our creative dining doing concessions in there, so we'll have a bunch of good food for everybody. Um, got our pet band rolling for pre, pre-game and for halftime again. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be a fun environment and give away a bunch of posters here for the first game. So that'll be fun. Everybody can take those back and uh, hang them so they know when all the games are. But uh, today, you know, they're live streaming every game. We'll live stream ours. Also broadcast on Redeemer Radio. And I believe the same X game will be streamed on their website today. Okay. And uh, as far as yeah, so what about uh, StFrancisCougars.com? Will there be any streaming opportunities there? Yeah, yeah. So we'll stream all of our home games and all the, we'll link to all the road games. Pretty much everybody we play does a live stream now. Gotcha. Uh, so they'll, they'll all be on our website. You don't have to go looking for it. There's a little uh, video icon right there on the schedule. You just click on it. It'll take you right to the broadcast. So today at 1 o'clock, you can watch St. X. Uh, next week at noon, if you're not able to make it, Darcy, you can watch us take on Santa Heights. We're talking this morning with Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. And uh, let's let's do just a little bit of a, a preview of the team this year. And, and what will be the exciting players that the fans will want to watch this season on the gridiron for the St. Francis Cougars, Mike? Well, if you're going off the first game, our, we're, we're, our ground and pound is, is what's getting us through uh, here early on in the season. We've got a new quarterback, Keith Simmons, that uh, will, will not take long to introduce himself to people. If you remember in 2019, uh, Heath came in and led us to a win over Indiana Wesleyan in their first year as a program back then at home. Uh, so he's taking the reins now, big, tall, 6'5", gunslinger from uh, Kentucky. Uh, he's a, a great leader, a great guy, has all the support of his teammates. Uh, but the first week he was handing it off to Will Homan and Cam Peterson, who were uh, getting behind our well-coached offensive line from Trevor Miller and, and finding creases and getting holes. And then it allows Heath to sit back and find guys like Jay Siegel, uh, Matt Kamenkiewicz, uh, we've got a fifth-year grad transfer, Devin Cenarius, who came in from Avila University out in Kansas. Uh, he was the top wide receiver in the KCAC the last couple of years and uh, got his COVID year back, graduated, came here, enrolled in grad school, and now he's playing for us. So um, good, good-looking group that we've got. It'll be interesting to see again as we move forward, you know, what, what we lean on when we need to. Uh, we leaned on the run, we leaned on defense, and we hit some – timely passes in the first game but you know we get against a few more talented teams we're gonna have to find something that uh, that can get us over the hump and you know quick strike and i'm sure that's what what we'll figure out how to do because that's what kevin donnelly's been known for his entire career so we'll we'll figure out how to put some points up and defensively got a bunch of guys coming back so that's the good thing well you know in in mentioning some of those names you mentioned matt comic hey which it's as much as he's been on the field uh, during his uh, career as a Cougar, it seems like he's been there forever. Yep. Yeah, he's <laughs> one that took advantage of the COVID year and came back as well. So this is his technically his fifth year. A lot of um, but a lot of fun to watch him. Toughest son of a gun you'll see going. On, you know, it's kind of like that. Every few years we get one of those, whether it's Sean Boswell or Matt Comey which is that you know that little shifty slot receiver that's not afraid to go over the middle and make that nine-yard catch on third and eight. 
Nice, nice. Well, let's talk to Mike about the other fall sports that are uh, in session right now. How are those uh, going, and uh, and what kind of highlights can we uh, we share? Well, the, the hottest team right now that we've got is our women's cross country team. Uh, they moved up to 16th in the country. Uh, we're the third or fourth best team in our conference, depending on what rankings you look at. But our, we've got five of our 10 teams are ranked in the top 25 on the, the women's cross country side. So uh, Alex Ebatino, Leah Hall, um, Haley O'Neill, and then they're 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 phenomenal. Uh, Alex Ebatino is going to obviously she's already broke every record we have from a women's cross country standpoint, and she's only in her third year with us. Uh, but to get all them back healthy, uh, add a new couple new faces to it, uh, they are they're going to make some noise, and, and they're excited for the opportunity this year. They they could go out to nationals and and probably shock some people uh, if we're able to stay healthy and stay good throughout the season. So that's our, I mean, they're the hottest team we have right now. And then soccer gets into the conference play today. So our first soccer home game for the Crossroads League will be tonight. The men's team takes on Bethel. Uh, doing a Hispanic Heritage Night tonight, so everybody can get in free. Obviously, that's an important uh, event for our men's soccer team, given the several countries that they represent. I think we've got 12 different countries on our roster that are represented. So we'll bring some kids out, do a clinic, have some food, uh, and then play the game against Bethel tonight. But it's a uh, it's tough sledding in in the fall in soccer in the Crossroads League. It's so so competitive nationally that you know we lost our best player. Uh, Josh Pedretti, our best returner, blows out his ACL, our best stress fracture in his leg. So we're fighting through some injuries, trying to get everything on track. But Jake Essig has done such a great job with the, the culture of that team that they'll they'll be okay. Uh, but, yeah, just getting through, getting into the meat of the Crossroads League right now with volleyball, soccer, soccer. The tennis is pretty much over already. Uh, we didn't even play a home football game in our tennis season's over. So uh, just just wild. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a much... Uh, much appreciated change of, of pace from where we were a year ago. And, and so I remember as we talked last spring about uh, uh, collegiate football in uh, in the area, uh, are the Michigan teams are traveling, and, and I know that that had been an issue with COVID. Yeah, yeah, Michigan killed us last year uh, and killed us in the spring. Uh, they, they never seemed to get out of their own way until we got to the end of football season. But, no, that's, as far as – there have been a couple cancellations here and there on soccer um, where teams did not have enough uh, kids able to play. But I think, you know, what, what I've impressed on, on our student athletes and, and I've told them, obviously, I'm not the guy that's going to stand in front of 450 uh, grown men and women and, and mandate anything. Uh, but what I told them was, if you're vaccinated, this is going to be much easier to get through a season. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that already. Um, if, you're, if you're vaccinated, then the contact tracing is for the most part, insignificant. Uh, so I've, I've tried to impress on our student-athletes, and they've done a great job. We haven't had to forfeit any games yet. But as we all know, this thing is not going away. Uh, unfortunately, it feels like it's going to stick with us in some degree. We've had players who've had to miss, but we haven't had a large group uh, have to sit out yet. So for us, it's being safe, being smart. Uh, you know, if, if you get vaccinated, great. If you don't, then we just keep praying for you. But uh it's, it's something that I've, again, told my student-athletes that this is a competitive advantage now. This is what it's getting into, so take it upon yourself to make the right decision for you. So we've been, we've been pretty fortunate, and I think they all bought the message, so we'll see. Well, Mike, thank you so much for this morning, and welcome back. Uh, 
it's always great to hear about Cougar athletics anyway, but uh, uh, it's uh, it just let's keep this thing rolling, and uh, this will be nonstop now until, well, about the middle of May or so. <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. And, I, and I'll try not to miss any Saturdays. I think I've only got one or two misses under my belt in the last few years, so I'm going to try to stick with you as much as I can. Well, at the end, in a, what, a, what we say, a 12-year career so thus far, <laughs> that, that's, that's not too shabby of an attendance <laughs> record, sir. That's Hall of Fame material in most sports, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just showing up is half the battle and then some. Mike, yes, thank sir. you so much. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Appreciate it, Jim. Have a great one. Thanks. All right. That was Mike McCaffrey, Athletic Director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar Chat. Tell you what, we'll step out, take a break. We'll come back and I don't know what we'll talk about. We'll talk about local sports of all sorts. I'll see what Justin's got up his sleeve. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan 100.9 FM. What if you received your choice of a brand new roof or a house full of windows for free? With Alliance Exteriors' new roof and windows giveaway, you can. Alliance Exteriors is giving away a brand new roof or a house full of windows to one lucky local homeowner. All you need to do is text HOME to 46862 to get the link to enter. That's HOME to 46862. No hooks, no gimmicks. Alliance Exteriors is simply looking to give back and help our community. You can win a new roof or house full of windows for free. A runner-up prize of $4,800 to put towards your next home improvement project is also up for grabs. Text HOME to 46862 to get the link to enter. Plus, if you're the grand prize winner and already have a quote or a job in progress with Alliance Exteriors, they will reimburse you. So no need to wait around for the results to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate. Alliance Exteriors is giving away your choice of a new roof or a house full of windows. No purchase required. Text HOME to 46862 to enter before it's too late. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Research shows that people remember radio ads with British accents. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, take it from a Brit. Oi, balmy insurance bloke stuffing dosh out your pocket. It's balmy. Liberty Mutual won't leave your skin, mate. Uh, can you just say Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need? I think that's what I said, you blooming. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hi, this is Trent Diller, Senior Vice President and Agency Partner at Insurance Management Group, or IMG. My dad, Terry Diller, and myself brought our staff and over 200 years of combined insurance experience to Insurance Management Group in 2018. IMG has been providing personal and business clients competitive pricing and superior service for over 100 years, and with access to more than 20 personal lines carriers and 100 commercial lines carriers, we have options for all your insurance needs. In a time when agencies are being acquired by larger entities, we have made a commitment to our clients and communities to remain locally owned, a tradition our ownership plans to pass down to future generations. We know purchasing insurance can be overwhelming, but our staff of over 50 employees is here to help make sure your experience is as painless as possible. So, if you're tired of the old, boring way of purchasing insurance to protect your most valuable assets, call the name you've trusted for your insurance needs for over 40 years, the Diller family, at 260-338-2434 or online at insurancemanagementgroup.com. We look forward to to earning your business. 
Hey there, what are you doing today? Would whatever it is be easier with faster, more reliable home internet? If you said yes, we have good news. Plus, you could save up to $150. Viasat offers high-speed satellite internet wherever you live, even if cable providers don't go there. So you can get online today and tomorrow. Go to Viasat.com slash connect now and save up to $150 on select home plans. That's Viasat.com slash connect now. Minimum 24-month service term. Service is not available in all areas. See Viasat.com for additional terms and conditions. Let's face it, Replacing your heating and cooling system can be stressful. At Masters Heating and Cooling, they want to make your decision painless and worry-free, which is why they're offering special no-interest financing up to 72 months. And as a high-volume dealer, Masters Heating and Cooling uses their buying power to get special savings and passes those savings on to you. Save money and save on interest with 72-month financing available now. Turn to the experts and a new carrier heating and cooling system for Masters. Online at mastersheatcool.com. We are Masters. Terms and conditions apply. Now back to... Talking sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday, September 25th. That's Justin Kenny over there from OPS and outside the huddle.net. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts. Until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And then it's Fighting Irish Preview with the Judge Phil Houck. And America's foremost authority on Notre Dame fighting Irish football, Tim Priester. As uh, you give them 30 minutes, they'll give you everything you need to know about Notre Dame fighting Irish football. The victory against Purdue last week. The the game at Soldier Field against the Wisconsin Badgers. Should be a dandy today. And that starts at noon. That's unusual for uh, the fighting Irish to have such an early start. High noon on Fox. They're a big noon Saturday. So... Notre Dame fans, you'll get um, you know Notre Dame out of the way early. Uh, their biggest test of the year by far, thus far. And well, first we thought Florida State was, and then yeah. Florida State laid an egg the second week, yeah, too. Yeah, lost to Jacksonville State. So I think it's a very telling football game for Notre Dame. Uh, Wisconsin getting healthy. They have had a couple guys out the first couple weeks. Had a bye week last week to kind of prepare for this one. Uh, if if you're a Notre Dame fan, I think you need to prepare for the worst today. I'm not saying a 40-point blowout, but very well could be loss number one for the Irish today. We shall see. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line 46862. Put TS in the front of your message. You, sir, have a facility at OPS that is nearing completion. Finally. And something that... Uh, you and everyone else associated with OPS is very, very proud of. And uh, uh, what's the latest? Latest is the uh, target date will be November 1 to open the doors. It'll be a Monday. Within a couple weeks, we'll be offering tours for people to want to come in and check out the facility before they throw their well-earned money at us to uh, get a membership. There's memberships available now, single-person memberships, couples memberships, which also... Could include, you know, one family, one adult family member and a child, and then a family membership as well. That gets you all the basics, and then you can add adult fitness classes and sports performance classes and, and nutrition advice and, um, you know, clinics and all that stuff. And it's going to be uh, very exciting and looking forward to it finally coming together. Got equipment in there. The uh, basketball courts have been installed. And those are beautiful, and, by the way. Yeah, those just, are oh my amazing. Goodness. Yeah, we can't wait to uh, to open it up to the masses. Really excited now. 
well, close to to one month left before we officially open, but hope to get some people in there starting the next couple weeks. We prefer it not be dirty in there and have to wear hard hats, which is still the situation right now. So uh, stay tuned. Coming soon. So you, you're telling me if I get a membership there, you can get me in a, well, in a different shape? Because right yeah. now I, I'm in shape because I, I'm round, and yeah. round is indeed a shape. It is, absolutely, yeah. Uh, you can be less round if you want. That could be, okay. yeah, be a good sl- okay. slogan, right? We'll get you less round. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there, there'll be a 24-hour gym in there, so you can come in anytime you want. But if you want a little you know, extra help, there'll be personal trainers. There'll be adult fitness classes. There'll be spin. There'll be yoga. There'll be hot yoga, all that good stuff. And so there'll be a lot to offer. There's a health food restaurant in there with Simple Kitchen going in that uh, we're really excited about with some health food options and, uh, you know, smoothies and everything, post-workout, pre-workout, all that stuff. Child care, you know, if if you want to bring the kiddos in and get a workout without worrying about where they're going, we'll have child care there as well. So it's going to be quite the, uh, the facility, and we're super excited to welcome people in you should be and i would love to tour the facility uh when the time is appropriate that's uh, that's for sure you said their hot yoga is uh, offered correct yes you you big hot yoga person i pretty much don't i I, i'm hot yoga if the if the room is air conditioned (laughs) yeah so there's there'll be a lot of different uh fitness classes for adults and stuff so all throughout the day, wow. morning, evening, nights. Love the location. You're never far from the new OPS facility. Yep. Uh, 69 in DuPont. Uh, so that that's going to be awesome. Once again, 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. Uh, as we have just a couple minutes left in the show. And I uh, wanted to tell you about uh, Blake Sebring's book, Fort Wayne Sports History. Uh, on this date in 1982, uh, Phyllis Weiss is given the first Nancy Ream Memorial Award um, she was, uh, part of the, uh, well, it says shortly after the Fort Wayne Women's Bureau started Run Jane Run Women in Sports Festival in 1981, former Bishop Bluers basketball star Nancy Ream was shot and killed during a robbery at Indiana Tech. Ream helped Bishop Bluers establish its tradition of strong girls sports and helped Indiana Tech win a state title during her forced, uh, first season with the Warriors, um, Reem was inducted into the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame in 2009, but uh, Phyllis Weiss was the inaugural uh, Nancy Reem Award winner there. Also in 1990, DeKalb ended Homestead's 13-year, 91-match conference winning streak in boys' tennis. And uh, just that Homestead tennis program over the years with Jim Clark at the helm, uh, the late Jim Clark, was uh, so uh, prestigious. And uh, all they did was win. So uh, that's going to just about do it for Talking Sports for a Saturday, September 25th. We'd like to thank Mike McCaffrey for joining us uh, on the Fire Police City County Federal Credit Union phone line. And thanks to you, the uh, the listener, for uh, your text that came in. Uh, listening each and every week. Next week, we're going to be uh, having Dan Klein return. We're going to talk to him about a very special free basketball clinic. So tune in for that. And tune in whenever Dan Klein speaks. I mean, because uh, that man is is a legend. And uh, and we, we love uh, chatting with him. 
We'll also have week seven of the high school football season. We'll talk to Mike McCaffrey in our weekly Cougar chat. Hopefully we talk about a, a win over St. X, uh, making the Cougs 2-0. and We'll see. But uh, until next week, for Justin Kenny, I'm Jim Shovelin. Have a great week, everybody. Football action you need all season long. Near sideline, stays in bounds at the 10, the 5, touchdown, Jeff Becker. The high school football game of the week. And there's a leaping catch, and David Bell's going to take it the distance. Purdue and Notre Dame, game day Saturday. Hands off left side at Jordan Wilkins, cuts up yes, in the end zone. And the Colts and the NFL Thursday, Sunday, and Monday. It's all right here in Fort Wayne. See our upcoming schedule now at 1380thefan.com. 1380thefan and 100.9 FM. You will solve the great mystery. Streaming only on Peacock. Podcasts by Federated Media.